The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, I wonder if you ever give much thought to the ways that Christian books come into your possession and the way that Christian books have shaped Christianity in Australia. Well, it's a rare opportunity today to reflect on the extent of Christian bookselling in Australia with the CEO of Kurong Books, who is about to retire after a 40-year career in the Christian bookselling industry. Paul Boots is preparing to kick off the boots, hang up the gloves, retiring from the helm of Kurong. He's joining us now to talk through a few of those memories. Hello, Paul. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Well, Paul, so many of us have uh, wandered down the aisles of a Kurong bookstore and looked at so many wonderful titles, and uh, they didn't just appear there by accident. There was a long history that went ahead of all of those books being available for us to buy today. You can reflect right back to 40 years ago with Kurong books starting in the Boots family home. What do you remember of those days? Yes, well, uh, you know, my parents uh, started the, the company uh, in their home in Eastwood, uh, in Sydney, uh, suburb of Sydney. And, uh, you know, that was interesting times and we, we started to get, uh, you know, lots of people coming to my parents' house and one day we figured, well, that's probably not going to be a long-term plan. So we moved into our, our first uh, retail shop in, uh, in West Ride in Sydney. And we're actually still, our head office is still in the same suburb but in a different building. So, you know, we've been uh, in this uh, part of... Uh, the, the town since uh, you know for 39 years and of course things have grown all those years uh, is it 15 stores that you have in cities and regional towns cities around Australia yes yes we uh, over the years we sort of started adding retail stores and I think at one stage we were up to about 19 stores in Australia um, but uh, you know a couple of leases ran out you know, we, we didn't renew the lease in a couple of premises. So, you know, we've been pretty steady at 15 stores for several years now. What sort of books were popular back in the early days? Obviously, there's always been Bibles on sale, but uh, what sort of books do you reflect on uh, that were really popular back in the early days when things were really starting to, to take hold? Well, I think in the early days, we, we used to sell a lot of uh, reference material, things like concordances, and commentaries, and then uh, books like Knowing God, which we still sell. Interestingly enough, some of the key titles that we sold all that you know all those years ago still sell pretty consistently. Run Baby Run, and some of those biographies, uh, The Hiding Place, you know they still sell. So, but yes, I mean, before the days of the internet, one needed a concordance to search for books in the Bible, for instance, and we used to sell you know, container loads of uh, concordances in years gone by. 
Container loads of concordances, and you would have seen the rise of the modern Christian music industry and, of course, uh, film. Uh, you'd re- have reflections on the early days of, of music really really catching on and, uh, and taking off in a big way too. Yes, well, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, I, I remember very distinctly people like Keith Green and how successful they were, and then, you know, you know, the day I heard that he, you know, was he sadly died in a, in a plane crash, uh, and you know, even today, his music still is is played and sung uh, throughout, you know, throughout the world. So, you know, and there was Randy Stonehill and uh, Larry Norman and Evie Tornquist, all these sorts of early pioneers, uh, Sandy Patty of Christian music. And so that, that's certainly been a really interesting ride, the Christian music world, and, uh, and uh, you know, changed a lot, I guess, in the last uh, 10 years with the advent of downloads and, uh, you know, digital streaming. And, of course, uh, Christian book selling hasn't just been, as we've been saying, about books and music, but uh, all sorts of other things, uh, posters and children's products, uh, all sorts of things, even ornaments. These are something that I imagine these were sidelines, but they've taken off in a huge way as well. Yes, look, um, you know, gift gift product and the gift, what we call the gift range of product, which might be, you know, cards and stationery and plaques and you know all sorts of knickknacks for kids and other people that's you know a percent you know certainly an important part of our business but it's you know it's still only a, you know a part of our business we're not by any means a gift shop uh we, we look at ourselves and if you walk into our stores you'll see that the great majority of our our footprint is devoted to you know books and bibles and music and dvds and paul you say there at one stage were 19 kurong stores around australia back mm. to 15 now uh, was there an enormous amount of pressure that came on when the internet began to uh, take over a whole lot of ways that people were purchasing their reading materials uh, you've had to adjust along the way to a lot of those big changes yeah look we we got into uh you know the online world and our website's you know, been going for many, many years, and so I guess we 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 joined the party rather than ran from the party. So, and even today, you know, we have a team of web developers who and people who manage Kurong.com, and it's an extremely busy online website. Uh, so, you know, that that's been you know interesting, and certainly there's more competition in the online world. Uh, but uh, you know, we we. See, I think since the internet came along, we've always seen ourselves as an omni-channel retailer. So if customers want to order by phone or they want to order online or they want to come into our stores or whichever way they want to order, we're available to service them in whatever way they want. But of course, online publishing has affected traditional ways of publishing and uh, the Boots family uh, has some fingers in a number of pies when it comes to publishing, not just here in Australia, but around the world. Yes, we uh, we you know have ownership and part ownership of a couple of publishing companies, one in the US and uh, uh, called Broad Street Publishing, and then uh, one in the UK as well, uh, Authentic Media and Paternoster. So yeah, we're we're certainly at the coalface, if you like, of the changes in publishing trends, and you know books are still holding their own. Um, physical book sales are pretty steady around the world. Uh, the kind of the boom in e-books is slowed a lot and declined a little so it seems to have found its water level as well but look there's no doubt there's a huge amount of information out there now on the net 
And so, you know, certain genres and categories like reference works and reference books don't have this quite the same, you know, volume of sales because, you know, a lot of that reference material's available out there if you ask Google any day. Paul Boots is our guest, preparing to kick off the boots, preparing to retire from the helm of Coorong, started 40 years ago in the Boots family home, and reflecting on a few of those things that have happened in the development over the years of the Christian bookselling industry in Australia. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. Taking a little bit of time today to reflect on 40 years as a Christian bookseller, a 40-year career of Paul Boots, who is the CEO of Kurong Books and preparing now to enter a new chapter of his life, entering into retirement. Paul, as we talk about Kurong, I mean, there's something you can't get uh, online uh, with all of the challenges that come uh, with publishing and uh, people buying books and things online. You can't buy a cup of coffee online uh, while you're actually sitting there in the bookstore. And this has become a part of what Kurong does. You've got coffee shops in a lot of your stores yes look i think uh, it's they're important very important they're uh, important to bring community uh, and to meet with com- the community i think uh, the coffee shops really do serve uh, a need kurong is an aboriginal word which i understand from you know means oasis and so we see having coffee shops in a lot of our bigger stores as uh, you know, contributing to that mission, and you know, it's it's great. I you know, I walk around our coffee shops at a distance sometimes, and I see people meeting and praying for each other, and and it's and and friends catching up, and it's just a great feeling. And it you know, I think it's it's just a privilege to to see that happen. Paul, if you reflect on this past forty years, uh, the Boots family founded Kurong. Uh, but there's been a number of owners along the way. Is that is that the case, or is my information? Uh, no, not really. Um, we did, you know, we did uh, found Kurong, and we owned it continuously actually uh, until two years ago. And then, in two years ago, um, we were approached by the Bible Society, Australian Bible Society Australia, uh, who were just we were just really talking, I guess, at the time. But it seemed uh, they they felt that you know they it was a good idea that. You know, they might want to acquire Kurong, and uh, after, you know, a lot of discussion and prayer, uh, the Boots family felt that, yes, that was a right thing to do. And so, we're now, you know, we've been part of Bible Society Australia for the last two years. And I imagine the fit is a very good fit insofar as uh, the Bible Society having oversight over Kurong Books and uh, with the best interest of Kurong Books at heart and a, a real ethos which is right there, central into the scripture. Uh, I imagine that's probably a really good fit. Yes, no, look, we, we prayed about it at the time and we felt it was the right thing to do. And, uh, you know, there hasn't really been anything since then that, you know, has felt that we've not that wasn't the right thing to do, and you know they're being a they're a great parent actually for the company. They leave the management team to get on and do the job as they're meant to do, and the board's I know very supportive of what we're doing. So you know it's really been good. Paul, when you reflect on forty years at the helm of Kurong, and you think of Australian Christian writers. Uh, is there a sort of an assessment that you're able to give us as to some of the materials that have come across your desk over many years of Australians who've been writing Christian books and uh, many of those have become very popular? Uh, what sort of standard or what do you see for the future of of uh, publishing of Christian books by Australian writers? 
I think uh, it's always going to be a relatively small and boutique uh, part of world publishing, uh, you know, with Australian writers. Uh, and that's mostly because we have, uh, you know, we're a relatively small country, I suppose, on the world publishing stage. Um, and so, you know, I, of course, I knew, knew and know a lot of the writers, some of who are no longer with us, like, you know, Paul White, the Jungle Doctor, for instance, was a great friend of mine. And, you know, he wrote many books that sold all over the world. Uh, and, you know, look, a lot of our academic authors from the theological colleges, they're published all around the world, uh, and, and, and Australia's got a strong reputation, I think, in, in theology and, and academia. Uh, I don't think we haven't been as successful in the popular end of the world, uh, the popular writing, I mean, around the country, so around the world. So, But, you know, it, it'll always be, to some extent, a boutique business Australian writing, uh, just because it's a small market and it's, and it's difficult to make the economics of it pay. But I imagine that those who have written uh, Christian books from an Australian perspective or even those Christian music artists who've had an outlet whereby they can sell their CDs and uh, DVDs, uh, that's sure. been a real benefit over many years. Oh, no, definitely. And we love Australian authors and, you know, the more the merrier. Uh, you know, I have a good friend of mine, Ern Crocker, who's done two books, one Nine Minutes Past Midnight and one he's recently done, When Oceans Roar. And that's actually been... That's an example of a popular title, if you like, that's been reasonably successful in the UK and here. Um, so, yeah, look, that happens. I'd like it happen more often. And I know Kurong's always actively wanted to and does promote Australian authors, you know, as much as possible. And, Paul, where do you see the future of Christian bookselling going in Australia? The internet continues to burgeon, uh, and uh, Christian bookstores, as we've noted, uh, not uh, so much with Kurong, but in other many Christian bookstores have felt the pressure uh, of the way that technology changes. How do you see the future of Christian bookselling stores in Australia? Oh, look, I think, uh, I don't actually think it's, I think it's not just about Christian books selling. I think it's probably generally about book selling full stop. I think uh, that, you know, booksellers physical, you know, booksellers with physical store locations, you know, it's not, it's, it's not as easy as it once was because there's so much availability of information and, and, uh, and, and also you can order the product, you know, to be delivered to your door. So, I think if you're not an omni-channel retailer like Kurong is, where you're, sh you know, you're selling online and, uh, you know, in a retail store, I think that's t tougher than our model where we're doing both. And you know, we have the ability to move with whichever way the customer wants to go, whether it's, you know, online or in store. But, you know, the internet certainly is a distraction a lot of the time, and you know, I think there's to some extent something, you know, there's a little bit less reading going on because people are glued to their mobile phones. And so I think the challenges generally for book selling and Christian book selling are about the time that people have to read and to, uh, you know, pay attention to a, a longer form uh, set of, you know, piece of information. And the Boots family is not about to disappear off the radar because your brother Rob is taking over the CEO role. Uh, what are your thoughts about Rob taking over? Oh, I think it's great. You know, he's uh, young, quite a bit younger than me, and I think it's it's fantastic to have uh, someone who's grown up in the business and understands the business and understands the customer. I think it's fantastic to have you know him taking over the role, and I was very happy that the, you know, the board of Bible Society felt that you know, that was the way to go and they've appointed Rob as my successor and I think it's excellent. 
Well, Paul, thanks so much for taking some time to share your heart and reflect on 40 years at the helm of Koorong Books. And uh, I know that many of our listeners will be uh, joining in that same uh, expectation and prayer that the CEO of the Bible Society uh, has said and uh, wishing God's uh, richest blessing on you as you enter this new time of your life. And, uh, and of course, uh, with Rob taking over, it's in good hands. Uh, Paul Boots, uh, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.